0: Do you think the director of football has got more power than the manager, and should well, he have well, more power?
1: Well, well, well he, he should have in a way because mm. he's got to continue the philosophy mm. and the strategy, the way the club plays. Mm. And club Tottenham do have a way of playing,
0: which you all know about. Yeah. Maybe some of the foreign managers that come in aren't too yeah. sure about. Well, the, the way that Tottenham are playing in the last four or five years has not really been what the fans want to see, and it hasn't actually been very successful. Has yeah. It? yeah. I mean, yeah. we talk about that business of uh,
2: human song and the way he played with Harry, and then this manager comes in and doesn't see it. Or so. But this manager's come in, Conte, and he only has one way of playing, and that's it. He absolutely will not adapt. To, you said you played with that brilliant 4-5-1. You said you had the players for that. It emerged because you thought, with these players, I can I, play I think, like this. I think we've got good players at Tottenham Hotspur. We've got great players, so why, but he won't adapt. The, he, he says, never mind how good the players are, this is my system, that's it. Uh, whether, whether it fits these players or not. Well, you have is to have players... Play. Every manager looks... He likes to
1: play a certain way. Certainly does. He likes... Well, every manager does. But if he hasn't got the players in his club to play that way... Yeah. He has to maybe wait for a transfer window to yeah. sign someone in that position or whatever. Yeah. But I think it's foolish because I think... Exactly. I think you have to play... a court, When you inherit a club, whoever the players are, you... you you know, you've got to use those players. I remember when Glenn came in, George fancied uh, Sherwood. Sherwood was brought in, Tim, for a while. and Glenn came in, he didn't, because Tim was very forthright, Yeah, he didn't fancy Tim at all. And Tim was completely out of the picture. And he was training on his own at one time. And, you know, he was being, you could say, indirectly victimised. Anyway, he wasn't playing in the team. And uh, in the end, Tim forced the issue with the PFA. And uh, because Glenn wouldn't pick him, and in the end he got a move, and he went to Portsmouth, I think. Uh, the, the, sorry, I've lost. I have lost the theme now on Tim Sheward. No, because yes. Yeah, so so he played in. A, George played him, but Glenfield he didn't have the legs to play in the system that uh, but he, that he wanted. Play, yeah. but the the point I'm making is this: if you've got, if you can't go into a club and say, well, I didn't sign him. He's not going to be in my... You can't all of a sudden knock players out because you didn't sign them they are the players you inherit yeah. and you've got to maximise them as best you can. Exactly. And, and uh, so therefore, whenever you go into a club, you can't you can't say, oh, the, ma- the previous manager signed him, I don't want him, I want another yeah. player. Yeah. And the man- managers have come into Tottenham and made it difficult for the chairman, I know this, uh, when they've said, well, I, but, yeah, he might have been signed for 20 million, but I don't fancy him, yeah. I want a new left back. Yeah. And the chairman and the club have had to go out and pay a new yeah. whatever it and is. And of
2: course, I mean, we all know this but what happens is that the chairman then has to pay money to buy players to fit a system which is the new manager's system and that's what we've been seeing like he, he paid all that money for Porro uh in the transfer window for Conti's system here we are now Conti, only two months later looks like he's he may be history and he, just as a matter of interest Spence played the other day he's was brilliant wasn't he for Ren man of the match, man of the match. Uh, beat Paris Saint-Germain yeah, yeah. He was man of the match, yeah. and 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 uh, it's the same position as Poro. He's just paid. I, to- I made no comment about the
1: right backs, but yeah. that is a, 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 a what's the word? The type alley, that, that can happen, you know. Yeah.
0: yeah. Matt Doggies, Matt who's made captain of Ireland today. Matt Doggies, yeah, captain
2: of Ireland. Yeah. yeah. And one other point... Just <laughs> say, say. Yeah. Just no, I'm. I'm yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. One other thing as well, you know, when you talk about his perhaps his stubborn adherence to three four three yeah is when he went to Chelsea, first two or three games of the season he played a back four. Yeah. And they got stuffed three nil at Arsenal. Yeah. And he switched to a back uh, to a back three. Yeah. And he and he And he won the league. And he invented uh, Victor Moses as a wing, wing bag back, and yeah. all that. Yeah. And they won the league. Yeah. Now I don't know if he's still living on I think past memories of that. Of like, that's my system, and I'm going to stick to it because you know it yeah. worked brilliantly yeah. for him then. Yeah, and yeah. And he he is that inflexible. Yeah. He won't look yeah. at you know play a It's
1: very difficult. I'd rather mm. talk about. I'd rather talk about other players, other clubs, yes. anything about <laughs> football. <I'd>, in fact, <laughs> we'll even have a quiz if it's you t-
2: want. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I, 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 you, I, yeah, you I it, it is very difficult. It is very difficult with me. I, whatever the club do, I wish them well because it's a great club. And yeah, you, you know, we, David, when you in your managerial career,
3: you played many different styles. You didn't just play... The Sorry? You played
1: many different styles. You didn't just play 4-5-1. No, well, we started with 4-4-2, but, I mean, in the end, it was Galvin got injured and Roberts wanted to go off to Scotland. So that was it. I mean, so we changed it. So it, it. evolved? And, and to, it did evolve, and sometimes it happens slightly by chance. You've got yeah. to be honest. It doesn't always come brilliant brains because I remember, um, and to be fair to Irving, when I've joined Tottenham, I thought that uh, Aussie might be just tipping over the top. Yeah. Right? And I remember saying to Irving, I said, maybe we've got to look at Aussie, maybe. And he said, hold your horses, take good look at him before you decide anything. And he was correct, mm-hmm. because it was Aussie that came into the side when we started playing the 4-5-1 yeah. as the deepest man, you would call him, not yeah. holding midfield player, deepest man, the pivot. With, with Paul Allen yeah. uh, as a ferret, and Ozzy yeah. and with the linking. And that happened at Oxford, and that happened in November, I think, of that season. And then we went, just went through like a... You know.
3: yeah. David, David, got one As a manager, would you, would the way Kane is and how good he is at assisting people and scoring goals, would you turn him into a number 10?
2: The question is, would David, if he's in charge, because of uh, Ke- uh, Kane's capabilities, creative capabilities, would David be tempted to turn Kane into a number 10? Well, it's a strange thing, this. You see the number... What's his number on his back? 10. ten. Well, I
1: think he is a 10. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think... I'll go back to Madrid. I'll go back to Madrid. I saw them train the night before, like Session, and I saw Liverpool on... You know, watching the game. I was uh, doing for UA for something. And um, Kane, they said he wasn't fit. But what he didn't do that night was he stayed against Van Dyke and he marked him. Kane's at his best watch Kane when he loses the ball he's always on the move he's fantastic, he's never a static centre forward, he goes deep he goes wide and he knows when to arrive in the box, he's just an outstanding player, so in my view he is a 10 mm. he is a, he's a, he's a kind of a 10 the yes.
3: uh, so one thing Carragher said to is like as the seasons have gone on, he's played deeper and deeper and he keeps wearing
1: more goals nah well, ask Carrigan if he could get 20 goals a season for the last six seasons every season. He knows when to get goals. He doesn't go too deep. He goes, and he's one of our best players at defending corners when he stands in the, in the front post area. Kane's just, uh, it's wonderful, Kane. He's a yeah. superb super player. The way he comes to, towards the halfway line, collects the ball and plays the ball wide to the right or wide to the left with a cross-field pass. It's wonderful, When I went to sign a player call... I want to get off the Tottenham thing. When I went to sign a player... I went to sign a player called Mickey Harford. He was in Birmingham Reserves with Ron Saunders. Yeah. And, then, and he'd been at Newcastle, he'd been at Bristol City and he'd started at Lincoln. And people said to me, what do you think? It's great in the air. I never saw him head a ball in this particular game for Birmingham Reserves. But what I did see was a fantastic ability to pass the ball. He passed the ball like Johnny Haynes inside, wow. inside the fullback, the opposite fullback. Yeah. He had tremendous feet. Yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, I signed him straight away. I
0: tended to... He,
2: Huge success for you, wasn't it? Oh, yes. oh and yes. And, of course, no one ever associated him with that sort
0: of play because no, he, no, no. he was so big and was hard. A, he was brave and hard, yes. Yeah. Yeah. One, one thing, David, I think on your show, this show last year, we were talking about Clive Allen and his 49 goals and you said, I don't think anyone will ever do that again. It's looking like Harlan might yes. do it. Do you yeah. think? Do you think he's the real deal? Because he's... And he's the opposite of Kane, isn't he? He doesn't do anything no. other than put the ball in the net. No. He, First he... of all,
1: he's playing with very, very good players. Yeah. Who didn't cross the ball as much last season as they do now? They cross the ball more. And he's, he's just a he's a freak of nature, isn't mm. he? For 22. I mean, mm. I look at our academy boys, the 21-year-olds, which is that. And the academy football is—I'm not going to talk too much about that, but. I'm not sure about academy football anymore. We've had it for a while. I was one of the instigators of reserve football, but it lasted two years. Reserve football, Premier League reserve football, North and South. And then they started the academies in, was it 2001? Something like that. Uh, No, it wasn't 2000. Anyway, they started the academies and the academies is producing footballers, neat, tidy. You know i saw the boy tom carroll the other day watching our under 21s I said what are you doing tom he's not even playing at the moment she's mm-hmm. had a try and and he was a player every time i saw them play i heard sherwood shout circulate the ball circulate the ball put on a low block this that <laughs> i never heard such language in my life <laughs> and uh, i don't know
2: well, Tom Carroll but, looked like he was going to be... Are,
1: I'm not talking about Tom Carroll necessarily, but right. what I'm saying is we produced players who were n- nice, skillful, tidy, neat footballers. Yeah. They wouldn't stand up in Division 2. And I go and watch Division 2, Division 1, academy football, and very occasionally, very occasionally non-league, maybe twice the whole season. It's all men. It's old sweats. It's tough, physical football. Division 1 and 2... Not so much Division 1. Division 2 is really poor. The National League is every bit as good as Division 2. And our players... Our under twenty-one players. I can tell you two or three who've, who've left us and who've gone into the league. Funny enough, I saw Bostock play. Played quite well for Notts County oh. on Saturday. Um, a lot of our, our players who would go into the league and find it t- t- very difficult. We've had mm. one or two go in the last couple of years. We've got Harvey White, who's a good footballer at yeah. Derby now. Played two or three games on the bench. Played another game on the bench. I'm going to watch him Saturday at uh, Peterborough but it's hard for young players now who are coming through the academy system they need to get out this is a real problem in football they need to get out earlier and play men's football to toughen them up but the men's football they don't want them kids because the managers have to win today not mm. tomorrow yeah so they want all men and strong players yep. and that's so when that ppp as it's called came came into fruition they said two things i remember uh, they said first of all it's all to aid the england team to win things because there'll be less fixtures 38 fixtures and secondly the wonderful thing about it will be the academy players that don't progress into their clubs into the senior team which is very few if you look at the statistics of those that come into the yeah. academies uh, they will migrate to the lesser clubs so there will be a orient and colchester and our players you know low but but they're not but they're not they they're because the football's too tough for them mm. so some of them come back at 21 22 have been disillusioned at 18 you know because they've been let go and then a penny drops and they may be physically stronger and they but but there's a that's a real problem that we got in football how, how can that be solved i don't know we've got we've got i just think we've got to look at it you know the percentage which i'm glad we're talking about something other than tottenham now (laughs) the the percentage of boys is absolutely frightening if you go to tottenham now on a saturday morning and they see all these hundred hundred kids in the in the big dome all in pristine kits all quite skillful little boys but they're seven eight years old the parents are there watching them three times a week. They're coming in for training. Mm. I can't... I, I just find it difficult. And, and, of course, a lot of people in football don't agree with me. But I find it difficult that we're taking boys so young. Yeah. We're, we're destroying, destroying them, destroying their hopes. Um, and, then, and shall I tell you the truth? We're having to look now, because we have to compete with other clubs, really, really more, more than ever. And getting boys at eight and nine and hoping they're going to stay with us till 16 till we can sign them as academy products. And the, ter- and the terrible thing is, we've got one superb, superb player at the moment and he's still at school and, and we, we're desperate not to lose him this summer. But we know all the clubs have tapped him up, absolutely. And we I don't know how we're going to keep him because I know what other clubs are offering. Yeah. And uh, it, is a, it is a massive problem. And that boy's been with us for several years, several years. Yeah. But all of a sudden... All of a sudden some,
2: it's about money. All
1: of a sudden it's about certain other things. Yeah. Do, they buy, do they buy his mum and dad a fridge or is that, was well, that in the well, old era? Well, when I was a young boy, I can tell you, Mr Chitty of Chelsea came round my house. I lived in a housing estate and he knocked at my door and he offered my mum two cartons of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> she said, and every time he came, he came three times. And the bank from Tottenham came at the time. And, they, they, and every time he came, he bought the eggs because he, he was, had a freeholding or something. He, <laughs> yeah. he had, chicken, had chickens. But um, I'll tell you another story. Barry Fry is another lovely story. I played with Barry Fry for England schoolboys. Yeah. Yeah. He was a great character and a great yeah. survivor. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I love him. Um, he's a strange, you know... Um, and he played at. He played at uh, we played at Wembley. We beat Scotland 5-3 at Wembley. George Graham played for Scotland. And Bobby Moncur was the left back. And there were some good players play that day. And I always remember Barry. And I make the joke about Barry. Three of them went to Man United. I went to my hometown team, Forest. I could have gone to Tottenham. But I, was, I wanted to stay at home and continue to study a little bit. And so I went to Forest. And Barry went to Man United. And Barry's story is... That all these years later, he's still
0: waiting for the money they promised him.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he went to Man United. Yeah. You talk about um, some eggs. I remember Tony Cascarino was playing for Cray Town yeah. in the, a, Kent League. Got a set of shirts, didn't they? A set of shirts and some corrugated metal for the uh, for the roofing of oh. the dugout, I oh, think. Oh, that's it was. not so bad. Yeah. But um, <laughs> go back to that. <laughs> Teddy Sheringham played alongside him and I remember I know Ted well yeah, yeah, and he, yeah. he said when he was there George Graham was there and he didn't think he was he was hard enough Millwall. so he sent him to um, from Millwall he sent him to Aldershot and to I think it was the Norwegian second division yeah yes and he said at 19 he thought he you know at 19 at Mill he thought he was there then he went to play for Aldershot in yeah. the fourth division toughened him against tough you know 35 yeah. year old bitter yeah. ex yeah, yeah. player and then he went to Norway and he said he learned to be tough Yes. when he played for Aldershot and he learnt to be clever when he went to Norway yeah. and when yeah. he came back obviously he was he was a yeah. tough and he, clever footballer wasn't yeah. he? The
1: only things that toughen players up really, they can do all the weights they can do all these things, muscular things but it's playing against good players regularly and I remember a cup tie at Luton, we were doing really well in Division 2 Ipswich were top of Division 1, Bobby Robson's team, Gates, Mariner Burley, Osman, Butcher, no, no, Lambert outside left, very good team anyway, (laughs) Anyway, outstanding team and um, we we thought we had a chance and um, a lot of pundits did because we were doing so well and um, anyway they finished 3-0 to Ipswich and Bobby Robson said to me, he said the only way you're going to make them better and better David is keep them together and the more they play against strong teams, the better they'll become. Hundred percent right. But that was that was a and it was another day. Mm. You know, it was another day. Now, everyone thinks as soon as a player now is injured, the first thing you see on Sky News is who they're going to buy, yeah. who they're going to buy, where are they going to buy. They don't even think about their academies. And that, David, do you, does
3: it worry you that Gittins has gone to uh, Russia dormant? Who? Yeah,
1: Gittins, Gittins, Man City. And
3: he's playing regularly, and yet he was only a squad member of the England Under-19 team, whilst Alfie Devine, who was actually a team player, is nowhere near the Spurs team.
1: Yeah, correct. Does it worry me? Well, Sancho went. There's a few that's gone. At our academy games now, the scouts from Holland, the scouts, you know... Because they know the pathway here, not just at Tottenham, but at every big club now. The pathway here is very—I mean, Chelsea have bought all these young players. I mean, they bought the boy, even when they bought players for money. Manduca on a six or seven-year contract. How many games is he going to play now?
3: The kid from Aston Villa, who's an incredible talent in centre midfield, they've signed.
1: Chuck He ain't going to play. He's not going to play. No, of course they're not going to play. And the problem is in football. No one wants them because of their salaries that have paid them. Because the clubs lower down can't pay those salaries, and they're going to ask Chelsea to, what they call subsidise it to a great extent. And uh, you know, uh, I can't, I don't understand Chelsea's six and seven year contracts. I don't understand that.
3: But they've got 31. 32 first team players, you're only out 25 in the squad. In the squad, yeah. What are they going to do in the summer? Like
1: yeah, but that's, that's, things that's, things. that's what they got in England. If you go around the world, you'll find 30 players from oh, Chelsea low. around the world. There was a player called Piazon yeah. at Chelsea, yeah. outside left. Lucas. Yeah, well done. Good player. It was a winger. Played at Fulham. Came right? from Brazil.
0: Yeah.
1: Came as about 18 year old. Paid money for him. Good money, 16 million. Um, Unbelievable! I, I saw him once at an airport, looked very smart, and he had a Malaga blazer on, so, uh, Heathrow Airport, and, I, and I, he, was, he was on his about sixth loan, and he was, 20, he was getting on for 26. I don't know where he is now. He's probably on his 20th loan. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I just don't see... I don't understand that. No. I don't understand that. Um, I'm glad we're talking about Chelsea
0: now. <laughs> Chelsea's a football factory... Yeah, that's what it is. When the owners came in, they did a little briefing, as I said, with the uh, with the media, and they said, we want to end this culture of just sending players out on loan and not bringing through. We want a pathway through the academy. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We, this ludicrous system of having 32 players on loan. And about a month later, they'd signed 12 players 12 from abroad, players. which yeah. completely shut the door for the academy boys. yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. So they come in with great ideas, but yeah, it's, it's,
1: it's very difficult. The game is—it's
2: um, almost like there's too much money in the game.
1: <laughs> well, because
2: I mean, they—they did that because they could. They just thought, well, let's just buy well, a load well, of the best players well, we uh, can. Well, buy. there is at certain clubs. I mean, look at yeah.
1: Newcastle. I mean, you yeah, know, well, exactly. It's all, it's a, you know, and they, they, these clubs now, with, particularly if they're owned by the state, they can pay goodness knows what. Yeah, I mean the, the wages. What's um, how's he getting on in Saudi Arabia? That young boy Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> he's got about 300 million yeah, isn't he it's,
2: good. it's quite good
1: money Yeah. It must be very lonely for him yeah,
2: <laughs> the big, yeah. these loan contracts its to assist them with their auditing
1: if they can spread spread over oh, seven years yes they amortise them from their value yeah. so if there's a 20 million pound player on a four year contract as at that moment they sign it's worth 20 million the following year is 15 10 5 and in the end it's worth nothing he's worth nothing in the amortisation so Listen, Tottenham have been very good in many ways. And I can tell you, I once said to Matthew Collicut, we got good figures out again. We balanced the books almost. Um, and everyone looks up to us. I mean, even that man that comes on the radio shouting, what's his name, Simon someone? Simon Jordan. <laughs> right, Simon someone. Yeah. Well, Simon someone comes on the radio and even the other mine parish, Crystal Palace, have yeah. always respected what Tottenham have done. Every yeah. time I hear them speak, yeah. although I did have a pop the other week that Simon someone, but but generally speaking, they admire Tottenham for the way they've conducted the, the income yeah. and the expenditure, as a football club really should do if it was a normal yeah. business. And, yeah. and
2: it's been brilliant. And in every that year, I yeah. say to
1: Matthew Collick, I say, "How have you, have you done it this year?" We talk about creative accounting, and it's not creative accounting. He said. He said. Oh, he always says with great difficulty. How have you done it this year,
0: Matthew? With great difficulty. Mm. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how they do it. Because well, the, the true measure of a club's health is the wages to, ra- uh, to, to the wages to turnover ratio. Yeah. And they say if it's anywhere between fifty and sixty percent, that's that's a very healthy business. Yes. When it gets above 100%, you're actually spending more than mm-hmm. you're bringing in. Yeah. Yeah. Nearly every club in the Championship is above 100% because Redding. they're chasing. Reading football clubs. Some oh. of them are on 120, 130%, yeah. and, and they, they, they can't sustain that. Yeah. But there are Premier League clubs in the 80s and 90s. Everton yeah. was one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. you know, And you can't sustain that. Yeah. But the trouble is, so, from a fan's so point of view, yeah. it, it's, the, it's the
2: wages to, to points ratio that were more. Yeah, well, more <laughs> More interesting, and and it's you know I think it's great that Spurs are run well, and that other clubs look at them for being run well, and that and the, the really good thing about that is that, that we can all sleep easy knowing we're not going out of business. It's not going to go completely tits up and all that in that respect. But isn't that partly to blame that there is a culture there that it's, this is about a being a well-run organization that grows well, in who, an economic sense. But we never get to we never get the glory well, on the football pitch.
1: Have not you? Uh, this this definition of this word culture. Oh, we're back to culture. Yeah. Um, they've been in, listen. <laughs> they've been in how many semifinals have they been in? Seven recently. One one. Yeah. Seven. seven. Amazing. You know, you almost think there's a curse on the club.
2: Yeah. You know, maybe we'll one, talk about those curses, don't they? Well, well,
1: maybe if they'd have scored one more goal here or one more yeah, goal there, we different. They're, yeah. Different. I, I don't know, but I don't think. Don't, don't you really think that the people at the top. Want to win. I absolutely do, do not think, think they want to the win. The ego yeah. of any of one course. chairman they wants to be in the royal box at Wembley holding yeah. the cup, and then when he goes back to his factory or his business, there's a big picture on the wall, the first thing you see. The, of the chairman of the club. With, I remember Dave Richards at Sheffield mm. Wednesday. Another went, went broke his company, but I remember him taking me to his engineering company and saying, "Look at that, Dave. Look, that's how well we've done. That's me with a cup." <laughs>
0: yeah. It was him with a cup. You yeah. go around, if you go around David Dean's house, he's always got that picture of him and Arsene Wenger holding the trophy when they won yeah. the double, oh, yeah. and, and it's and about twenty years old now. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the picture they've that he got an onto. ego. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but
1: they have an ego and they want to win.
2: Don't
0: matter they, they but, but,
1: want
2: to win but do some, they're not all exactly the same aren't they some of them want to win a bit more some of them are prepared to gamble more or risk more to win than others isn't that the case uh yes i think some do want to risk a little so bit you more do than wonder others but... about with with da- with daniel levy who i i honestly i've said yeah, this many times and lots one. of people hate me for saying it there, there will be a statue of him i i've made all the history films for tottenham and all of that he's one of the biggest in the whole history of tottenham oxford he's one of the biggest Figures, No question, he's built the ground, he's built the training ground, he's transformed them. So he is, other, but he doesn't win. And is it but because he he's kick, so good at those other things? he doesn't kick the ball... No, but, but he
1: appoints the manager. They, yeah,
2: they appoint the manager. But, that group of people. But, but the criticism is he doesn't spend that extra bit. If you, you know, there is many examples. Think of, of Harry Redknapp's January window where he bought him Sahar and Nelson. I mean, that's one of the things that we've all, that fans always remember. You know, Spurs were going really well. They're in the title race, right up near the top of the table in January. Just by two really good players and that could make it happen or Pochettino who said we've got the best house but you need good furniture as well he goes two whole windows without buying anyone yeah, but isn't there I, 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 this isn't
1: me saying this but I, I have heard that after they won the Champions League final Maurizio thought the team was that good and the spirit was that good he didn't want to disturb it too much and he didn't so I'm told by the chief scout at the time right who, Steve, Steve Hitchin Steve, <laughs> Steve tells me Steve that he didn't that he didn't want he didn't want to spend
2: uh, more, more money in, uh, the, in af- that window after, after, the cha- after the Champions League. Final. After the isn't min- isn't that when we bought Loscello and and Dombalay? No,
3: it's okay. It's okay. It's
2: okay. I, okay. I, I don't know.
1: I can I can. Uh, you know, some, some things, you know. I don't but know.
2: there were those windows, as we know. I mean, I, I, as I say, I, I, I think there's so much good about Levy, but I think that well, yeah, that but, but, priority of business yeah, might be the yeah, thing but, that, that gives us, that prevents us from having the extra final listen. edge.
1: Going back to Madrid, I'm thinking of when Walker Peters played at right back. I'm thinking, so who do you think made the decision for Walker Peters to leave for 12 million pound at Southampton? Pochettino,
2: it, I imagine. Wasn't was one
1: wouldn't, wouldn't have been Levy? Eh? No, no. I no, so no Whoever of course. was in charge at the oh, time. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, so th- you know, the manager and the director of football between them make the football decisions. Yeah. And usually, at most clubs, they have a, a budget. Yeah. And. Uh, it, it's done properly, and but, but it's some, so hard sometimes to get a transfer through because there's so many avenues, and it's the way the money is spent. Sometimes clubs want the money all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I, know, like, I appreciate yeah, that it's yeah.
2: complicated, but when you think, of the last time we had a big opportunity, I think, was before we even got to that Champions League final, because we were already in decline in terms of league results when we got to the Champions League final, but a year or so before that, you know, last season at White Hart Lane, first season at Wembley, we were in a genuine three-horse race for supremacy with Manchester City and Liverpool. We were as good as them. We were giving them a great game every time. We were playing fantastic football. I remember us destroying Liverpool at Wembley in that first season, totally destroying them. We always give Man City a game. Even now we give them a game. But yeah. they got ahead. Now, we know Man City have got untold wealth. <laughs> but do you, remember that, do you remember when Liverpool bought Van Dijk and Alisson? I'm talking about little things like that. Yeah. If we'd done something like yeah, that, yeah. wouldn't we have kept did up? Sell yeah, yeah, yeah that helped. For them. That did help. No, that's a and good Spurs point. They did went sell Coutinho. Yeah,
3: Mane and went, she to she
2: Liverpool went, went to, to Liverpool to when to he to to left Southampton. Well, how do you know? It might have been the money. It might have been the wages, yeah. I mean, they might have it's not you, matched the wages. It's
1: usually, you know, when players talk about, "I can't wait to go to that club. I'm, I'm going to play for so and so, who's yeah. been a great player." Yeah, load of rubbish. It's to do with money. It's money, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and very rarely uh, do they uh, and, say that.
2: Obviously, I uh, mean, yeah. Diego Forlan when he ch- when he signed for Manchester United, he, he was he'd flown in to sign for Middlesbrough, and they cursed Middlesbrough. So they they asked him, they said, "Why have you gone to Manchester United? Were you going to go to Middlesbrough?" And he said. Because Manchester United offered me much more money. <laughs> and it's about the only time I can ever remember a player saying it. It's because he was young and naive. Yeah. But you're right. It's, other, a, it's other, like any other business. There,
1: there's other things too. I mean, we were signing William. William? Yeah. yeah and from he Brazil. got gazumped. He was in the uh, medical room. He had yeah. his medical. And of course, then he gets a call from Chelsea, yeah. or from his agent, saying, come over to Stamford Bridge. They're going to give you more. They'll, whatever there is a trick. John Lyle once traded on me, but he was a great man, John Lyle. <laughs> Um, whatever they pay you, it, they know you're in conversation. Yeah. Chelsea tried it with Goff. I had Goff at the uh, H- Hadley Road. What's the hotel called? Hadley, Hadley Wood. Oh, dear. West Park Lodge. I had him yeah. one Sunday morning when we signed him. Straight as a die, Goff. He got a call there and then from Ken Bates saying... Um, whatever, whatever, they whatever they offer you, we'll offer you more. Don't sign. Yeah. Yeah. Ho- hold them up and yeah. come and talk to us first. Yeah. Goff, said, I've given them my word. Well, that's good. Emmanuel Petit, what about that one? What well, about Bergkamp? Bergkamp. <laughs> was he about to come? Well, I don't know. I wasn't there at the time. Right. So I'm t-
2: He's a Tottenham I'm,
1: fan. We I'm, know I'm that. Told, I'm told he, he came and then he went. But that was to do... I'll tell, tell you what I think that was to do with... And a lot of things I'm saying I've heard from other people, but I'm pretty sure at the time, another thing Sugar will not do... Image rights. Image rights is a big thing. Some clubs are giving image rights. I one, one minute, some clubs are giving image rights. And as a consequence of that, Bergkamp went to Arsenal because he got his salary plus image rights. Like, like this Mancini now. Right, right. And, and he's got some of his money in Dubai. And, and that's what they do. We don't do image rights. Once we got those 12 points years ago rescinded, we won't do anything yeah, yeah, that yeah. the... That yeah. the nothing that they will say you've done wrong you think and there's a lot of clubs still fiddling around with image rights where they get a wage here and they're getting money offshore yeah
2: there's a question from the audience yeah the the problem is right
1: yeah
3: we've got a problem at Tottenham yeah right
1: and it's Daniel Levy. oh
3: Daniel Levy will not pay over the odds okay and that's his trouble Mm. and that's that's the main trouble of Tottenham Mm. because Daniel Levy will
2: not pay extra for anybody. Right. And if he was to pay extra money he would lose out on it. Right. That's half the problem. Well, that's certain a... Daniel Levy we might
1: have a top But you I don't think? know. I, I hear what you say. Yeah. But because you you don't know what you wish for because it could someone come in and could be worse, worse than that. Yeah. You, you no, know.
2: Because, because the one that we, got, uh, we had at the moment, right, wouldn't
1: to Daniel Lieberman. That's why he, he wanted to get rid of him. He, he wanted more money. H- Who's who, sorry? Conti. Yeah. Conti. He was already getting quite a... He's more money than we get. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, what you're, saying, what you're saying is a popular view. There's lots of Tottenham fans who believe what you, what you say, and that's why when you go to away games, you hear Daniel Levy get out of our club. Yes. Mm. OK. Yeah, OK. Um, well, Tony, well, Tony,
1: well. Tony, Tony disagree. Tony disagree. Tony disagree.
3: Tony disagree. Tony yeah. uh, Everton yeah. got rid of their yeah. chairman. Aston Villa... Aston Villa, everyone turned around and said, Lerner, what a fantastic chairman. I mean, the first two weeks, people said, this is the greatest chairman we've had. When he left Aston Villa, he had death threats. Yeah. You can go through Leeds United, yeah. all of these clubs. You've yeah. got to be very, very careful
2: what you wish what for. What you wish for, absolutely. You've got to
1: have a steady people at the tiller, and I can yeah. tell you... Hundred percent, honestly, they are they are steady They're people. They're certainly steady. They're certainly steady, and yeah. uh, you know it's it's very easy to it's very easy to just go crazy and and pay you know because it can come yeah. back on you if you yeah, just yeah. you know yeah. people come in and ask for crazy money, you start paying them. You pay one player a, a, an incredible amount of money at, at any club more than anyone else. All it's the others, all the all the all the others want it, and you're you're in trouble. You've got to try and keep a, a steady... You know, certain, there are certain players who are very respected by the other players, like Kane would be, De Bruyne at Man City. There are certain players where there would be no jealousy or no prejudice against that guy if they think he's earning more than them. But generally speaking, you, you've got to be very careful about going way over the, way over the top because it, yeah. it does... Uh, well, Le- Leeds United, Peter Ridsdale was the well, famous one, well, wasn't he? Yeah, and, and he, they, he
2: was so popular. People well, loved him, well, didn't well. they? Well, he's still
1: there. He's only ruined three
2: clubs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but uh, the media loved Ridsdale, didn't they? Because he was always giving in interviews and seemed like seeming like a man for the people and all that. And suddenly he realized he's spending... 100 grand on a fish tank for the reception. That's what he was, That's what he was doing, wasn't he? And it yeah. all went absolutely... Well, I, mean, I think he kept the tank, but he got rid of the goldfish. Tank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've experienced a lot of chairmen at the club from my position in, right. inside for many years. Uh, it, it, started, it started off with uh, Sydney
3: Whale. Mm-hmm. And I've got to say that uh, even though the fact that Irving uh, Scholar was a school friend of mine and I used to go to the way games with him before he became the chairman, I think that Daniel Levy is by far the best chairman we've had in my
2: yep. time. Well, that's why I think history will smile on Daniel Levy because of all, all the achievements and where he's taken us from. We're in a much better state than we're... He, do, under he, do,
1: he does get a bad reputation for yeah. being hard-nosed. Yeah. And I think that's a little bit un- very unfortunate because he doesn't talk to the press too much. He doesn't open himself out a lot. L- no. a lot. And they assume that he's a tougher negotiator than anyone else. Uh, when they talk about a transfer... The Kane thing was terrific last year. They kept saying, "Well, Le- Levy's turned him down." Le- it's all about Levy. I never, uh, anyway, I'm not going to re- repeat that story as
3: such. <laughs> I'm not going You're to. He's so repeat, nearly deep. I'm go not on. going to repeat <laughs>
1: repeat that story as such. Uh, but, but the truth is, I'm going to tell you. I've worked for other chairmen. Yeah. They're just as hard. Yeah. They're looking after their club. Of course. They want the best bargain for their club. Yeah. They don't. They don't give things away. Yeah. They make it difficult for the other club to uh, sign players. If you make a commitment to a player on a four-year contract, look, goodness knows how much money, you, you, you know, and it works two ways, you know. It's, it's, you're entitled to, to drive a hard bargain. I yeah. think
2: so, anyway. Yeah. If no one drove a hard bargain, you'd soon find some clubs struggle. The truth is, every, every football fan just wants their team to win, and if you're in a big club like Tottenham with the history we have, we expect, or at least would like the occasional trophy but, but then, you know, you look at it the club is well run, the club is stable the club has great players plays good, pays good money and we, and we have had seven unsuccessful semi-finals we got to a final of a Champions League but for the rub of the green maybe things might, you know, things might have been different maybe that's just football Well, I don't think a
1: lot of this conversation that you're having tonight yeah. or that you had prior to me coming on Yeah is about the, the manager and yeah. who's going to take his place. Yeah. But, as I said, had they not scored a penalty... It's all if some yeah, parts football. Of course. It'd be, had they not scored a penalty, you would have been a far different situation uh, here tonight.
2: And as we, as we all agree, that have shouldn't have been a Conte penalty. Conte
1: might not have said anything. Yeah. We would have been still fourth or whatever yeah, we third. are. Third. Yeah. third. Would, would we'd we would have gone third. third. Yeah. Well, no. Yes. If we'd yeah. won. Uh, OK. Yeah. Even with the draw... If so, nothing was said and oh, I see everything was Bigger normal, yeah. you wouldn't be in such a kind of a... Funk. Well, desperate. Yeah, yeah. Feeling fairly desperate about the club. Yeah. Um, I don't think you should. It, it's a difficult one. Yeah. Um, the only thing I would say is um, you, you, you're on about a manager today, but it was a quick decision, and I think at the end of the season, you've got far more opportunities and time
2: yeah. Yeah. to assess so, the whole
1: thing, so you may have to tolerate w- whatever the situation is as it is, uh, with, without, uh, without a manager. So if If he goes, you, everything, nothing surprises you in football. I think you could looking... walk in tomorrow morning, and I don't know what's happened tonight You no. could walk in tomorrow morning, say, so I made a mistake. I apologise. Yeah. and they go and win next game. Who is yeah. it? Newcastle. Everton away. Everton, Everton away. away. Yeah,
2: Everton away. And they go top. And they get top four. No, um,
1: but I mean, you don't. You know, football is.
2: It's so crazy at times. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's, so um, maybe you get, maybe that reconciliation happens, or maybe we're looking at Ryan Mason with David Pleat for the rest of the season. <laughs> I think we'd, all, we'd probably all go for that. Yeah. I think. <laughs> One last question yeah one
1: last question we haven't had any yet well
2: I can't remember <laughs> now, how do you think David if your former club Luton would do in
1: apprenticeship
3: play some decent football? well they're
1: a tough team a tough team in as much as they work very hard for each other I've seen them three times this season Luton town and um, they'll do fantastic if they get up Really? And the best thing about it, Sorry, it would be fantastic. I beg your pardon. It would be fantastic if they got up. I don't know if they really want to go up, except that they'll get the money and that'll go towards the stadium, which they said they were going to be built in 1960 <laughs> when, I, when I joined them. So 60 years later, they might start digging. Yeah. But I don't I don't know. They know that if they go up they could come down, which Norwich knew and one or two other clubs do. And, and people here you might Norwich might get criticism. Norwich. Mm.
2: But they're a well run club. Yeah. A
3: yeah, yeah, couple, couple more hands up.
2: Good. I know days look back at players coming from League like you
3: had
1: Oh many, many players. I can give you a list of twenty. They don't look now. They don't look now. Roberts, where did Roberts come from? Dorchester, I mean, finding well, players I mean, from I mean, non-league. Plymouth. But I think it's so sad when you, we're all talking
0: about money and the terms. It's all over right and over right. I mean, yeah. players perform. It gives
2: them the eyes they want, and taking the chance on. Ian Wright. Well, they won't. Okay. Chris Waddle.
1: They won't take a chance. Chris Waddle, or Town. Yeah. Yeah. They're the, they're just Pierce, Wheeldstone. You, you could be here yeah. all night talking yeah. about players. You put together a, a very now, good eleven. But the problem now, the problem now is, the, the it's nice to be foreign sorry yeah. to say that it's nice to be foreign. question at the back with sorry, with i'm sorry to tell you that about 18 nearly 18 months ago he passed away with pancreatic cancer mm-hmm. most incredibly he was a fit man handsome man you uh, could go anywhere in Spain he'd get a free meal huge success in Spain he, huge you? huge he, got, he won the double in 1995 in Spain with Atletico Madrid can you imagine he beat Barcelona and Madrid in the cup and then he went on to manage Barcelona and Madrid oh, what a man he was a wonderful man he was a, he was a great player two-footed like Coddle another
0: yeah. question
1: there at the back hey, everyone in here tonight was talking
0: about appointing you as manager and
3: it wasn't even tongue-in-cheek because You've demonstrated tonight your football brain is enormous. No, it's
1: not. It's common sense it as well. Some yeah. sense but I, but I'm, I'm there to help people if I'm asked. That's my job. And, but I, I have associated myself very much with the academy in the last few years because I'm able to talk to those young, including Ryan, because before he was pushed over to the other side, uh, uh, no, uh, genuinely, because they thought he was the best man amongst those coaches. But there, there are other coaches there, um, uh, 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 good people, young people. If I, was, if I was the manager of any club, forget Tottenham, I would always have in my academy one very experienced coach. And I remember when Dave Sexton finished, he went back two days a week and also, or Bob Wilson, Wilson, a couple of people who've retired, there's a couple of other names that used to spring to mind that went back after they'd basically finished and did a couple of days just mentoring, something different. And I'd I'd also have a very experienced coach go in and also a foreign coach. All the foreign coaches are with the first team. One of the foreign coaches should be with the academy because they have got something to offer. But in my opinion, the academy coaches are all of the same ilk. Mm. They all tend to be around the same age, all on the way up, mm. but they need a very experienced man in mm. there, and there also, amongst them, they should have a foreign person. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about mm-hmm. clubs in general. Yeah, yeah. Because
3: the. Do you think that the press have been disrespectful to Roy Hodgson for his reappointment
1: because the knowledge that man's got? It's very similar well, to you. well, I haven't. I tell a lie if I said I, have, I don't read the papers. I, have got, I do get one paper, only for the sport, but I take it with a pinch of salt. I didn't know they'd been disrespectful to Roy. I was surprised Roy took the job because I went out with him not so long ago and it was before, he, actually not so long ago, it was just before he took the Watford job and he looked very tired and drained and he didn't save them, he didn't help them. You know why? The players weren't good enough. That's why. Yeah. So he didn't save them. And it might happen again at Palace. I hope he achieves it. He doesn't need to achieve it. He got a massive payoff at Liverpool, Roy Hodgson got. And he's had a wonderful career. And does he really need it? But he's addicted to it. So I understand him. Yeah. And it's his club. He's a Croydon, Croydon boy. Yeah. So I understand Roy. And, and, and also, incidentally, they were in the same position should they have kept Vieira for another 10 games Uh, you know why were they panicking so much there's seven eight there's eight teams in the with a chance
2: of going down yeah and they just played all the big difficult games they had a a run of easier games coming up I don't think there's any easy no not easy easier yes Uh, on paper yeah Well, the games not played on paper Uh, uh, no fair point fair point Okay, last couple of questions. because uh, it...
0: David, um, you've been a director of football and a manager. Would you have liked, when you were a manager, to have a director of football above you? And is it no coincidence that in the last 15 years she... Spurs... The most
2: two
1: successful managers, Harry Redknapp and Conchitino, yep. refused to have a director of football. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's too... I'll tell you a funny story... Not a funny story. It was a man called Jim Gregory of QPR. Yeah. He asked to speak to me. I went to speak to him at Alton House on the A3 and he offered me the job as manager of QPR. But he said then, but I'm also bringing Gordon back from America to be your director Gordon of football. Gordon Jago. Fo- Gordon Jago. To be your director of football. I said, well, what's he going to do? He said, well, he won't interfere. He's going to be on the golf course most days. But if you want any advice, you can ring him up. I didn't fancy it. No. So that was then. I thought, no, I'm not having a director of football. I want to be in- I was a young man. And I, I want, if I went, because I, I was, Luton was lovely to me. So I wanted to stay at Luton anyway. And so I didn't take it. Strange enough, Gordon solved it because he went back to America. His wife wasn't very well. And um, he said, he's, he's not coming back. And um, I didn't take the job either. So it, it, your mood changes. If you can work very well with a, a director, I could work with George, I worked with George Graham, and I, I find working with George was okay. I could say what I think to George, and he could, I could bounce off George. Mm. And we did it, with, I remember with one story with Ginola. And um, I remember my first game, the caretaker was Blackburn, Ginola played. I told Ginola to stay wide. He couldn't believe it, he was so happy. I think we won 3-0. Previous games, George had him tucking. So if you can imagine, halfway line, throw in. Throw in to us. Armstrong and Ferdinand down the line, we threw it down the line, one, one headed it on and the other one, and we have got another throw in, we gained ground. In that position, you know, it was outside left, so it was the other side of the field. George wanted him in the center of the field in case, in case the opposition won the ball and we were in a better position to win it back because David was in the centre, not wide. I wanted him wide, and that's where he wanted to play. And they never got on well with George and Gin- Gin- Ginilla.
3: No.
1: Ginella was a great bloke, let me tell you. Yeah. Smashing bloke. Good, Good player. player as well. Yeah. Good player. Great player.
3: Just one question. People talk about trophies, 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 trophies. When I was growing up in the 1960s, Inter Milan won two European Cups playing the most horrible, turgid football imaginable. It was horrible. I've had a season ticket get Spurs since 1968, and since 1968, there hasn't been a team that played better football than your team of 1987. Well, I was that lucky. team was absolutely superb in terms of, of football. One final point. In your programme notes for that whole season, you always used to finish with be a sportsman. To actually have the attitude...
1: Sorry, finish with?
3: Be a, be a sportsman. sportsman. Okay. To actually have the attitude of be a sportsman, be an absolute, it's almost like Crenfield, be a sportsman and create that team that gave so much enjoyment to so many people. Yeah, that is so
1: But I wanted to win badly, really, you yeah, know.
3: Yeah. God, God no, one, no one wants to win more yeah. than me. But that is
1: such an epitaph for any person, rather than just saying, "Oh, we want to leap cup here, we want to... true. it's a balance. Listen, make no mistake, tr- tr- we do need... You're right, 100% right, we need to win trophies. We need to win trophies. I know that it's so difficult to do, because in the last 20 years, there's a correlation between money and success. There's no question about it. Now, you can, if you want to accuse Daniel, like the lady said, you can accuse the board if you wish. But the fact is, Liverpool, Man City and Man United have dictated the last 20 years. Those three clubs. And Chelsea and Chelsea. Those four clubs. Apart from Leicester City, fant- unbelievable, in 2016... And, and was uh, and Portsmouth won the cup? Cardiff, uh, anyway. Wigan, I, Wigan, won Wigan, cup. Wigan. won the cup. Wigan won the, freak freak, uh, freak. Uh, the It depends on the draw yeah. to get to an yeah, FA yeah. Cup final.
2: But generally, generally, you know, are normally, aren't they? The,
1: yes, yeah. uh, it's not the cup's strange thing. Yeah, but um, they've 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 dictated the, the game. Those four clubs, and they're, they're still w- way above um, most other clubs. And and everyone talks at the start of the season. Most clubs, not us. But most clubs talk about staying in the league. Yeah. That's their, that's their aim at the start of the season. It's never, ever our aim. And yet I remember, and you will remember, when uh, we, Luton, played Tottenham Hotspur at Luton. And I remember the wingers were Alistair Dick Richard
3: Cook. Cook Richard and, Cook. and Richard Cook. Cook and Dick. We won 4 2.
1: And you won 4 2 at Luton. Oh, yeah. You were lucky. We I win, but, but I'm going to tell you something now. You were in Division 2. Tottenham were in Division 2. They were relegated. out. They were relegated. Sorry,
0: that's not correct. Sorry. 83-84, that
1: game. Yeah, well, yeah it, was it was a couple, couple of, of
0: years earlier.
1: I didn't say what year it was, did I? No, no. Yeah.
0: Division 2 was 77-78. You won 4-1.
1: Ah. OK. But But I do remember a game when Tottenham were... In, in the second division. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. In the late 70s yeah. So it can happen but it but you, you would be absolutely shocked and in desperate f- uh, straits if it happened it, it won't yeah. happen again.
0: Well, I don't know there's, there's, there could be three big clubs could get relegated West this season. Not as big as us. Good. No, it could be West Ham, West Ham Everton could all go. Yeah. Everton will be in trouble. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, it
3: yeah But I don't think
1: but I, I never feel we would never feel go. Go. we would go. Never in No. So um but it's elusive. We've we've gotta win a trophy. Yeah. And of course the more it goes on, the more the press and the media and social media's woo. And Sky, 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 Sky can't wait for a, There's been a man outside Tottenham all day long today, yeah. t- telling him people, I don't know what he thinks of every time he comes on. He has to think of something different, poor chap. <laughs> yeah. I think a
3: flask
1: of coffee. I just find some of the sports reporting—no, not Jerry—I <laughs> find Thank some you. of the sports reporting is. Uh, it's, 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 you know, I've got a 24-hour news channel
2: to fill. Yeah. yeah, and now they've got a, a two-week international break.
1: Yeah, yeah. What are they going to talk about? Yeah, of course. No, I agree. And they so, to... so what I'm saying is, it's, I think it's harder to manage nowadays than it was in my yeah. in my time, yeah. and uh, the environment's changed. Mm. We have got to accept it. Yeah. And. Uh, it's just sad that it, the game is so money-orientated now. It's become a business. You accept that. Yeah. And at one time, it was just purely the beautiful game. Yeah. And now it's a business plus, hopefully, at Tottenham. They, they ought to plaster Danny Blanchflower's words yeah. up, up around the stadium. Never yeah. mind Bogner Regis Supporters Club <laughs> and all them things around the thing. Yeah. But Danny's...
2: The is about glory. The game's about glory. Yeah,
1: yeah. And they should tell the players before they go out, yeah and, and, and another thing i was thinking of I had this crazy idea this season when we couldn't play in the first half for some reason, but we st- suddenly came alive in the second yeah, half. Yeah. We had a spell, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. That they were so. But I blame the centre-backs for that because they started right from the kick-off passing it to each other yeah. and therefore they immediately dictated the momentum of the game.
2: Mm.
1: Whereas in the past, we used to get it forward very quickly, try and turn the defence or win a throw in deep higher, in their half, yeah. high, higher up. And uh, I thought they should get a psychologist, get him into the club, pay him whatever you want, if it made the difference, get him to bang their heads against the wall, the players, before the start of the game at 5 to 3 or 7.40, just before they go out, bang their heads against the wall, and tell them, get it into their heads, so like brainwashed, like if you're a Russian, get it in their heads that they're losing, they're losing, they're losing 1 0. And, the, yeah. and they've got to get a goal yes. in the next 20 minutes. Yes.
2: And to make them go out and Love play, it. bang, straight away. Love it. And that's management. I'm going to bring it to an end on that lovely, upbeat note. David, we really appreciate you coming. We really thank you so much. Really appreciate Thanks a lot, Jerry. Thank thank Cynthia Delaney saying thank you, everyone here. Thank you all around the world. Come and use Spurs!